Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. The Michael K Show. We're getting some phone calls, Jeff. Gee, that's a lot to give up. I don't like the fact that he just has one year left on his oh, deal. Shut up. I don't even want to hear that. You got Juan Soto. Be happy for one day at least. And for every day that you watch this guy, whose numbers are probably like the closest thing we've seen in the last half century at his age to Ted Williams, how about you just enjoy the idea that for 162 games, this year, you are going to see him either in front of or behind Aaron Judge. Just take some time and think about that. Everyone in baseball wants Juan Soto and the New York Yankees have him. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Big holiday party tomorrow at your mother's house in Long Island. Please drop by and say hello. But, um, We've been talking a lot, and, and when, when a team in the city in which you're doing a show acquires a guy like Juan Soto, there's your show. I mean, there's your week almost. So getting Juan Soto is an absolute blockbuster, mm-hmm. no-brainer deal that you had to make, and it makes them better. It makes them much better, but the work is not done. But there is one aspect of this deal that gets me nervous. There's one aspect of both deals that they made during the winter meetings that comes close to terrifying me. Hmm. And it's nothing to do with death, which is the main thing that terrifies me. Sure. But I don't feel comfortable with Aaron Judge in center field. I don't. Brian Cashman said today, if opening day was tomorrow... Aaron Judge would be in center field. The Yankees are smarter than that, especially when it comes into health science. It doesn't make sense for a 32-year-old in April to be lugging around a 6-foot, 7-inch, 282-pound body chasing down fly balls in the left and right center field gaps. It doesn't make sense. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't get hurt if you stay in right field. Of course, he got hurt last year in a freak accident at Dodger Stadium. I'm talking about wear and tear. You've got eight more years invested in this guy. You have to keep him in tip-top shape and not wear down. You want him to play 150 to 155 games every single year. Now, a catastrophic injury is a catastrophic injury, but you can't wear him down in center field. That's why the acquisition of Verdugo makes Aaron Judge the center fielder. Now, I trust Brian Cashman knows it's probably not optimum to have Aaron Judge play 100 games in center, 
and that something's going to be done. Maybe they end up spinning Verdugo for pitching. I don't know. Because the best thing, the best setup for the Yankees defensively is to put Trent Grisham in center and Judge and Soto, whichever a corner you decide to put them in. I'm going to read you a quote from the Yankees' former hitting coach, um, Sean Casey. He has a podcast, The Mayor's Office, and that podcast, what he said in the podcast, was highlighted by Ken Rosenthal and The Athletic. This is what he said about Judge as the center fielder. No, 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 no. I do not want Judgey as my center fielder. I just think center fielder is so demanding, dude, and he's such a big guy. And to have to demand him to go so far in the gaps and be on the run, you have to cover more ground as a center fielder. The wear and tear on his body, I don't like it. I don't think Booney does either. Now, Boone said at the winter meetings, the Yankees are okay with Aaron Judge every day in center. Now, if they have other things down the pipeline that they're planning, that's the thing to say. So there's no urgency to move a Verdugo. And maybe they're thinking, well, by July, we'll get back Dominguez. Remember, Dominguez is going to be 22 years old. And even Aaron Judge said, Aaron Boone said, there's no guarantee that he's going to be with the Yankees in 2024, even if he's healthy. Maybe they send him back down to the minor leagues if they're playing well. We don't know. But it is not optimum. The, there, there was no other deal to make but to get Soto. None. Zero. So that's not. I'm not questioning that. But the addition of Verdugo forces you to put Judge in center field. Don, Peter, I don't dig it. I don't think that's well, the optimum way to build the team. It's also another question mark around how they handle the bodies that they have on this team, which is, which is one of the biggest problems this team has, protecting the actual assets that, that you have on this team. How long can Judge be out there? I mean, I mean, if this is the team that goes into this is the offensive team that goes into the season, he's the center fielder, Peter. Now, I mean, and, unless and, and, unless Brian Cashman is operating in the assumption, which he said in an offhanded remark that got him into trouble, that they expect Stanton to be on the the the, the IL at some point. Now, if that happens, then then your problem solved because what you do then is you put so um, Juan Soto as your DH. Trent Grisham is your center fielder, and then Judge and, and Verdugo in the corners. That works. But if no one gets hurt, and everybody keeps, you know, Aaron Boone said the other day, well, we expect Stanton to have a comeback season, great season. Well, if he does and he doesn't get hurt, you could say you have a good problem, but it's still a problem nonetheless, and you're forcing Aaron Judge to play center, which I don't think is a good idea. And then and then it becomes a countdown, Don, till the – Till that dive play, or he runs through a wall, oh. or or just some moment that feels like it's inevitable when he's playing every day in the outfield, especially in center field. Now, nobody is ever going to say that they regret signing Aaron Judge to the contract that they signed him to. But these are some of the things that I'm sure are being talked about when you wanted to extend him because he's going to be 32 years old. There is issues with his body. That makes you wonder how is this contract going to age? Because right away, now, bang! You know, really, the official first year of the contract, right? I mean, the second year of the deal. Well, I don't want to play him center field every day. It's going to wear down that body. He just seems like he's destined to eventually be your DH, or which, your first baseman, or first baseman. But still, part of what Aaron Judge make, makes Aaron Judge is that incredible arm and his ability to play defense. So now you're not going to cash in on that at the end so, of the contract. But if you're worried about that, right? If, if you're if you're worried about wearing him down, then you don't put him in center field. It doesn't but make sense. They have to know that. 
right? They're as analytically driven as anybody, contrary to what Brian Cashman was saying during the general manager meetings, but they know this. So is this just a way of letting Major League Baseball know, hey, we're perfectly willing to have Verdugo play, and then we'll have Aaron Judge in center field. We don't have to deal him, and then you can maybe get a little bit more when you decide to trade him. Or maybe it's just, hey, we do this, and then come July, we get Dominguez back, if he's going to hit the way he hit before he got hurt, there's, we can put him in center field and we can figure this all out. Or maybe there is an exit strategy for Stanton at some point. But maybe they're perfectly willing in, in such an important season, Michael. You know, is it going to be that terrible if he ends up playing 100-plus games in center field for one season? No, uh, no, because you, don't, you, you can't quantify the, the wear down of the body. So, yeah, it wouldn't be terrible. He played 18 times last year. In center, I think he's at, he has over 100 games. And he's actually a pretty decent center fielder. But he's much better right fielder than he is a center fielder. I, the, I, I said this in the early part of the show. I, I applaud the Yankees vigorously for getting Soto. It's a, it's a no-brainer. I don't it, quite get the Verdugo acquisition. Don't get it. It is so weird, though. Like Baseball's just strange, right? And I'm not saying anything that you're saying is wrong. But, God, we live in a world where LeBron James is still killing it at you know, 37, 38 years old. And you're seeing these quarterbacks relying on Aaron Rodgers to save the Jets' season next year. He's going to be 41 December. You know, we've seen the – it doesn't seem like in any other sport you worry about wearing somebody down. You play them. But in baseball, that's a, that's a major concern. But, you don't want to get these guys hurt. They end up for, getting hurt anyway. Take about take the wear and tear out, okay? Because that's a fair point. You, sh- you take the wear and tear because he's a phenomenal athlete. Take the wear and tear out. The Yankee defense is better when he's in the corner. They're better. He's a Gold Glove level right fielder. He's he's a pretty decent center fielder. So you go from great to pretty decent. Now we know Soto. The one knock against him, he's not a good defender. So wherever you put him, you're weakening your defense. Again, I don't care because you're going to win your lock games with your bat, with the bat. Right. Verdugo is a below average center fielder and a, a plus plus right fielder. So the the, the parts don't fit. They huh. fit only if Grisham's in center. Well, but but Grisham still can be a guy that can be your center fielder. You know, after the seventh inning and close games to strengthen your defense and take you know Verdugo out, and then you can just. Move Judge to right field. Soto's your left field. I mean, uh, there's still going to be times where Grisham's going to come in for for defense, right? Now you're not going to take Judge out in a close game after seven, but you might do Verdugo might have to sit. I mean, there's right. still ways that you can use Grisham. He won't be an everyday player, but he can strengthen your defense at the most important times. See, it, they had to know the. Uh, now they didn't know for certain that they the Soto deal was going to get done, but if they knew that they were going to capitulate on including King. And they had to know that Grisham was also going to be part of the deal. So why take on Verdugo's $9.2 million salary and also some of the baggage that comes with him? Yeah. Because I've heard that in Boston they're thrilled that they were able to get rid of him. So I'm not quite sure. I haven't talked to anybody with the Yankees. Maybe there's a method to their madness. But the Verdugo thing to me... it doesn't pass the smell test. Maybe they flip them, and then it, then it becomes clearer. No. And having Aaron Judge as your everyday center fielder also doesn't pass the smell test. It's, there's something that's a little well, off. I brought it up to, to Jeff Passon when we had him on. Doesn't feel he doesn't feel like a Yankee, and he's like he didn't see that there was any 
appetite to flip him. So I, I don't know, but it just it seems that first we speculated would he be in the deal with the Padres? Obviously he wasn't. They're going to need to make deals to strengthen this pitching staff. Maybe they feel like, all right, maybe we might have to keep him for the first couple of months of the season. Maybe he tears it up and we can get something for him. I'm sure they're going to work it. I can't imagine that they took on that kind of salary and bring in a player that they weren't in love with just in case the Soto deal didn't come through. Maybe. I can't imagine. Do you think that would be that's the but, insurance But do you policy? believe in, in, in your heart of hearts that there were teams like knocking down the door for Verdugo? No. I mean, I the mean they could have waited to see if they did the Soto deal before Mike. they did. Because making both of those deals, they don't quite fit, especially with Grisham being included. The fact that the Yankees and Red Sox made a deal to begin with tells you the Red Sox obviously didn't want him. Wouldn't that scare you that the Red Sox were willing to give him to you? And, and from what I, I've heard, I think Cashman said it today, the Yankees been trying to get Verdugo since the All-Star break last uh, year. I don't know. They'll, 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 they'll figure out some way to work it out, but it's it does well, seem like it, there'll be a bit of a log jam there too because in July you were going to get back Dominguez. He is a part of your future. He was tearing the cover off the ball before he got hurt. What are you going to do with him? Well, I think I think it's it's the it's the best deal possible for Alex Verdugo because with the Yankees grooming rules, he has to get rid of that hideous beard, has the to. worst beard in Major League Baseball, yeah, but worst beard in sports. What's not good? It's not good. Take a look, Peter. Take a look. It's just, it's dreadful. Peter, if don't even bother looking. It would be as if Anthony Pusick was playing Major League Baseball. <laughs> Wait, this is the Verdugo beard. Yeah, except it's not the same type of, but it's just as heinous. Let's take, let me take a look again. It's not. It's just not. It, listen, he, he might be a great guy. Just not. And this is from one ugly person to another. Not a handsome man. I don't think no, the beard is I don't only think he's help. not good looking. I just well, the, the beard. I don't. The, the, I don't. Love, I don't think the beard works. But he's not. No, no, he, he's not a bad-looking guy. He's not a good-looking guy. I mean, are we? Not, why are we not? Like, this is the problem with America. It's okay. He's a he's a pro ball player. It worked out for him. He's going to be just fine. He's many things. Good-looking is not one of them. Is yeah. I don't go there because who am I? I I'm well, an we'll old. If it's fine, I mean, then you're also not good-looking. But that doesn't mean you, that's all the more reason you should have expertise in saying it. Let's go to Jim uh, in New Jersey, Jim. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Good. Uh, long-time listener. Um, the, uh, the conversations on the outfield and, the, and such, uh, they're all valid uh, for right now. But uh, as a 73-year-old uh, Yankee fan who literally goes all the way back to Johnny Padres at 55, I'm kind of like just want to relate that, that the Yankee fans, uh, young, younger than me, they're in for a treat. They're not going to see a, a combo like Judge and Soto that I can remember. And I love Mickey Mantle. He was my hero. Um and Roger Maris was a great player. There's no question about it. But uh, uh, Roger, rest in peace, is never going to be as good a hitter as Soto. The outfield, okay. Can't compare. Roger was a great outfielder. But I just want them to enjoy it. And uh, historically, you know, it's the best I, I, I can see. Uh, it's made for the Yankee fan. No, you know what? That's It's a very rational take, and I'm glad that we finally got one. And. Again, people shouldn't worry about his defense because the best thing to say is, last time I checked, Ted Williams was not a great outfielder. He's just one of the greatest hitters of all time. And when you look at Soto's stats and you you stack them up the players through their age 24 season, the comparison with Ted Williams was very, very real. Let's go to Arthur in Astoria. Arthur. How you doing, Mike? Uh, Good. Don and Peter. What's up? How are you? A few times. 
I'm doing okay. Good. But I wanted to just say something because I called a few times, but I never mentioned this. A few years ago, I was in the hospital for about five months, and I listened to you guys every day that I could. Mm-hmm. And you just made my day and, and brightened my outcome. Well, thank you. I, I really you do- mean that. You're doing okay now? I really do. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing Good. better, Don. It's, it's just, it's a constant battle, you know, doctors and whatever. First well, of all, there. I want to say that uh, obviously the Soto deal was a non-brainer. I can't agree with you more, Mike, about Judge. And uh, that's one thing that worried me, but you got to go for the Judge deal. Now, Don, I wanted to make a point with you. I'm a Yankee fan for a long, long time. And realistically, there's no way, I don't care what kind of fan you are, you can expect the Yankees to win every year. It's just impossible. You look at all the teams in baseball, you look at Toronto, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, what they've done, it's it's inconceivable. And I just enjoy watching the Yankees and a good product. When Judge went for his 62 home runs, I was watching every day no matter if they weren't going to the World Series. And last year, the product was just so bad, uh, I couldn't even enjoy watching the game. I listened to Mike and, and David Cohn. It was good, but I, I really couldn't enjoy watching them. Especially, I'll give you an example. I would watch the Atlanta Braves, and I would marvel, marvel at their lineup. And they get bounced out in the first round. The Dodgers get bounced out. There's no way, I don't care how much money you spend, you could have nine all-stars on your team. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to win a world championship. I mean, I, I love it, Arthur, and I just hope more people like you call the show during the course of the season. And again, I've been doing this, guys, for 25 years, and I've been on the Michael K. Show now 21 years. So we've been through a lot of ups, a lot of downs, mostly ups. But for the fan base that wins as much as the Yankees do, there's been a lot of complaining. Even Arthur saying about how miserable last year is, you still finished above 500. Now, I agree, it was not a great season and didn't live up to the expectations. But, God, it's not like you've had to once, not once in 30 years have you had to worry about you know, having a 90-loss season, you know, being out of it at the All-Star game. You know, so I, I, I wish that there would be more people during that whole summer, Peter, right? Am I wrong? You know, it's, instead of calling up just marveling at Aaron Judge, it was complaining about Gallo striking out all the time and Donaldson not doing this and uh, IKF not doing that. It's just I wish fans would really appreciate what is a New York gift because nobody has been as good as the Yankees over the last 30 years. No one, not even close. Everybody's gone through a rebuild. Everyone's gone through a miserable season. So I, I really wish that we would hear more of those phone calls like we got from Arthur. Um, I also would like to say, Virgil's not a bad-looking guy. Yeah, I, he, I, I agree he has a, not. He has a couple of photos out there when you, when you image search them that aren't terrific, but he's, he's fine. No, the By, beard is bad. I don't the say beard the look bad. is bad. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's some things to work on there, but I think he's going to be just fine. Maybe you be, uh, become a confidant for him. I, may, I, I could maybe guide him into a better beard situation. I develop my beard, put some work into it. 
And then, well, he can't wear a beard as a Yankee, so don't guide him. Great that. point. So that part's easy. Did you right. did you see Cameron Mabin's tweet? I, I did. did. I, I did. did. I mean, he's not wrong. Now, again, it doesn't. I guess it's not going to change anybody's mind. But why don't you tell I'm, everybody what he said? I am Go gonna, ahead, I'm, tell I'm us. Gonna, I'm going to punch it up because I, this is. You want to read the is, quote verbatim because you're a professional. Well, I, I want to be able to give it its gist. He says this might be an unpopular take to Yankee fans, but we'd be. Would you be surprised how much? Are much more attractive the Yankees would be if they got rid of that facial hair rule. You won't believe how many quality players just think it's a whack rule to have. I mean, come on. We're coming up on 2024. Let that go already, and I swear it would be more appealing. Again, the only comes, this only comes from conversations I've had and experience from actual play, actually playing. Like, so... I mean, again, it hasn't hurt them. There has been one player that refused to go here, but you know, this is Cameron Mabin. He's just played. He's been around baseball a long time. Former Yankee saying that you know, he thinks it's whack, and a lot of players think it's whack as well. Well, I, I love Cameron. I mean, I consider him a very good friend, but I don't agree with that take because there's not one player, the most famous players in baseball, Randy Johnson, Johnny Damon, not one stood up and said, I'm not doing it. Not one. So they can know, complain all they want behind the scenes, but until it costs the Yankees a player... And the Yankee family likes that. the way it looks and the, the way the team is, is represented. It's not going to change, and it shouldn't, uh, unless but, there's one player who said, I'm not coming. Well, but, all right, but, but why not get out in front of it? Because what Cameron is telling you is the day may come, and we're probably a lot closer to that day coming than not. You know, and now you, know, you come off a rough season. You know, now everything's great now. They got Soto. Maybe they'll get Yamamoto, and they'll continue to win, and it won't matter. But why not get out in front of it rather than have the embarrassment of changing it because there's a player out there that says no? I mean, I, I, I don't get what you're holding on. I just I, I think it's, it's, it, it's a silly rule now. It made sense back in the day, like 50 years ago. I understand honoring your father's wishes, but uh, the, the life has changed. you got to evolve. I'm sorry. Yeah, wearing a beard is not disrespectful. And, and you see how the players are gaining more power, Michael. Why put yourself in a situation where you're going to be forced to change it? Why not get out in front of it? Because I, I don't think that any player is going to make that stand. They, they could play for the Yankees and make a truckload of money and become famous in New York. I, if Johnny Damon cut his hair, and if I, Randy Johnson cut... Randy Johnson's a Hall of Famer. Didn't I even, yeah, didn't but even you're, you're referencing about it. You're referencing people from so long ago. It's, it's not just, that long ago. Johnny no, Damon was here in uh, 2010. 15 years ago. I mean, it's going oh, on. Okay, so, but there's got to be people that they acquired... You know, Jordan Montgomery pitched for the Yankees forever. He goes to the Cardinals. He grows a full beard. He never asked to grow a beard with the Yankees. But you even admitted, Michael, that they would probably have to change it if there was a significant player that refused to do it. Right, and it hasn't happened. It hasn't, but but they, but but if you know you're going to have to do it, and you you think we're tr- you think we're tr- ever going to trend backwards? I mean, do we're you trending believe, towards. T- t- take take your fandom away. That it, it's there's there's something. I mean, Peter's going to jump me for this. Oh, I can't wait. That there's something that's... Don't you think there's something charming about it? An antiquated rule like that that players follow? Because oh, it's been done this young, way forever? Young it's kind players, of charming. Young players love that charm. They yeah. really, like a 24-year-old. No, I'm not saying the players have the... But you don't think there's something charming about the Yankees being well-groomed? Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I guess. But, but Cameron Maben's telling you that players think it's whack. Now, because the Yankees spend the most money and because the Yankees have a chance to win every year, it hasn't become an issue. But I, I don't know what you're holding on to. And we're trending more towards the players having power. Hey, Michael, let's be honest. Aaron Judge is a de facto general manager of the team. 
You know, so players have a major say. Why would you do something that irritates the players? Well, we'll see. Maybe that's what Cameron's saying, but no Yankee is. I mean, if, if Aaron Judge went up to Hal Steinbrenner, he has a direct line to him, right? And said, you know, I think we should bag this rule. I think it would be done. I don't think Aaron Judge is doing that. Well, Aaron Judge is very did, lucky that Aaron Judge is a very respectful guy that seems to kind of be trending more old school. I guarantee if they waved it tomorrow, half the Yankees on opening day would have beards. And they'd look different. It wouldn't look like the Yankees. And no. you're right. It would eventually be accepted. But I think there's something nice about it. If they changed, would it upset me a bit? No. But I think there's something nice about it. But you think there's something nice about it, and you're 30 years removed from the age of the oldest player they'd be looking to get. I it's, get it. it. But, uh, but that again, matters. Aaron I mean, your judge has a direct line. To the Steinbrenner family. All he has to do is go up there and say, this has to change. And you know what? Probably would. He hasn't done it. He just hasn't done it. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. When I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition, even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle. Neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea. Join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so this is a story yeah, from man. 1976 uh, in the Times by Murray Chess. And this is George Steinbrenner. Uh, I have nothing against long hair per se, but I'm trying to instill a certain sense of order and discipline in the ball club because I think discipline is important in an athlete. They can joke about it as long as they do, as long as they do it. If they don't do it, we'll find a way to accommodate them somewhere else. I want to develop pride in the players as Yankees. If we can get them to feel that way and think that way, fine. If they can't, we'll get rid of them. 
And that, that's if, if if an owner said that today, he'd be laughed at because you, you can't you, you can't. He was a militaristic type of guy, George, and that's where that came from. And in 1976, I think you can get away with it. I don't know if you can get away with that now. You know, players want to be able to express themselves. And also, you know, the discipline aspect we've seen, you don't have to be that way in order to win. Keeping the players in line, all of that makes sense at the time. It doesn't make sense anymore, Michael. That's not how players are motivated. If it doesn't mean anything, why do they make you do it in the military? They don't let you have long hair and a beard in the military. Well, you know, these are people that are fighting for our country and putting their lives on the line, not Major League Baseball players. I understand. So they should be able to do whatever they want. No, but the the point of doing it in the military is you don't want any individuality. Everyone's a part of one thing. They take orders and they do what they must do to win. I mean, it's a little bit different with multimillionaire baseball players who are trying to find their best professional version of themselves. Yeah, and and when you get into the military and you're going through boot camp, you're a grunt, you're you're worthless, you're weak, and they're trying to build you up into a machine to defend this country. That's not what, you know, I'm sure George was thinking that way when you can look at players like that back in the day. It's It has not aged well. And the fact that the Yankees have been able to win, and George is a beloved guy now, it, it, it carries a little weight, Michael, but, but when you read that statement and that's what it's based off of, it just doesn't apply anymore. It just I doesn't. I think discipline always applies. Discipline to the cause, but discipline to, to, to take the individuality out of a player when the sport is looking for individuals. You know, you, you, when you, if you bat flipped in 1976 and singled yourself out, you were in a minority. Now but, you're, it's the majority of players. But, but how, how could how could anybody complain when Aaron Judge doesn't complain? He's a leader of well, the team. That, but Aaron Judge is Aaron Judge. I mean, right, Shohei Otani doesn't have a beard. I mean, there are a lot of great players that don't need facial hair to express. Michael, I know. No, this argument is so challenging. I know. I, mean, I, I, I don't. I don't want to make it. I don't have to defend well, the you Yankee keep, rule. But you keep. But you keep throwing out like these random names. Well, if one person doesn't like it, we're just saying overall it doesn't help. And I the don't fact think it that, hurts, though, Peter, but the because fact that, the, the players that they've gotten that, I mean, Johnny Damon was a mangy mess with the with the Red Sox. Mangy? A mangy, mangy, whatever it is. Mangy. He looked, mangy. He, looked he, he called himself an idiot. Came to so? the Yankees, he got a short haircut, cut his beard. You know what? Right. He won a World Series with them. It didn't affect them. Right, and they won a World Series when he was mangy. You know, I, I, I mangy, just think thank you. you live in a world where now the players have been given a lot more power. And I think that I, I think people now look at treating players like that is no, it's, it's a different world now. They become partners. They're making so much more money. Aaron Judge is somebody that's involved with the decision making in the organization now. It's a so to treat players as if they're just spare parts, and that everybody's the same. Clearly, that's changed now. You know, look at the salaries when George said that in 1976, where managers sometimes were making more money than the players. So it's just it's a different world. You're right. It's not hurting them, but you even admitted at some point it may. So why not get out in front of it instead of having to change it because it begins to affect you? It's uh, in a you different world now. Uh, I, I think you don't change it if you believe in it, and if the family believes but, in it, and, and somebody doesn't want to play here because they want to have a beard, let them go. But but I think you're you're, in my opinion, you're believing in something that is convoluted and is not aged well. Who me? I'm not. Uh, it's not my. Not you. I'm just. The, I'm saying the organization. Based on that quote, that would not fly today. It just wouldn't. But it, 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 it's flying. <laughs> Nobody's growing a beard. It's flying. 
Well, because but, they've been fortunate enough because that it, it's a great place to play and because they've got a chance to win that it hasn't affected them yet. But how do you how how can you absolutely know that there was no one out there who it was part of several things that made them think, eh, I'm not interested? Don't know. Don't know that. They seem to get the players they want. Well, now they do, but when they were losing, they didn't. You know, all those players, Barry Bonds didn't want to come and play here. Not because right? of a beard. Well, no, but I'm just saying is is that, you know, all of this stuff works when you're winning, listen, but if you're I, not I, winning... I, 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 listen, I don't mind a good argument. This, to me, I'm not defending the Yankee policy. I don't want to talk about this. It's right, stupid. Fine. Why do I have to defend it? I'm Get Hassan on to defend it. I'm just saying it's stupid. They've never lost a player because of the hair, right, and you guys I, are making I, a big deal out of it. All right, but... It, but it, it, neither Cameron may be wrong. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's not like he was. Just I mean, I'm going to sit here and defend this 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 rule that's been in place since he bought the team in '73. It's not for me to defend it. Well, then why do you defend it? Because I'm trying to explain it. But- they have never lost a player because of a beard, and the guys that are known for wearing beards and long hair obliged, and they shaved without a complaint. Well, they don't. But this team doesn't win anymore. That they're not winners right now. They, they don't have the same cachet. When, when Damon came there, it was fresh off them just winning and winning. No, it's not. He they, was, were, they hadn't won a World Series in a long time. He came from a team that won a World Series. He joined them, and they won a World Series in 2009. That's not yeah. true. Oh, he, but hold on. He came there in the mid-2000s when the cachet was still super high and the, from the core four World cash, Series right before that. There's not the same as there was then. And I got a buddy of mine who says, on discipline... Uh, they they want everybody to shave, but Boone won't say anything if the guys don't run hard. He'll defend them, like because because that's the way you got to do it now. Because the player, it's a different world now. I just think I don't okay, know why you, you get so win. frustrated. I, We're just you, arguing you, you, on a topic. You win. Let, let them grow hair. I don't I, care. Well, this I, is nonsense I, to me. <laughs> I, I, every couple of months, I have to defend this crap. It's, why do you? It's not my it? point to defend it. Uh, I, uh, why why do you defend, defend it? it? Because I don't believe it's that big of a deal, and I think it's a nice, charming thing. They're not hurting anybody. Any idiot player who needs long hair to perform, you don't even want them anyway. That's ridiculous. They okay. can all grow beards in the winter. You can't tell me that any there are businesses in the world that you have to be well groomed when you go in there. You can't just be a slob. But there, that, there are standards. Oh, but the, the it's you, be, having a beard is not being a slob. But I'm you not a can, slob. there Peter's are businesses. There are um, pinstripe businesses. I'm not talking about the New York Yankees. There are, are financial firms that you cannot look like that. You cannot have a long hair. You cannot have a beard. Well, I think I think what it's more about is what it connotes in terms of that. And there is a certain when we talk about all the great things about the Yankee organization, and there are a lot of great things. One of the downsides that is out there, there is a stuffiness that's associated with this team. And we've talked about this every year. Tom, we talk about it even with sort of the way that they show their emotions on the field. They're not the most fun-loving team, and that is a little piece culturally of the pie. I don't see how that's a relevant thing. I mean, one of the great bat flippers of all time is Juan Soto. They're not going to stop that. You're allowed to be individual. They can celebrate if they want. So I just think you're kind of holding on to something that doesn't have the same meaning anymore. That's all. 
So Matt goes, it's amazing how out of touch Michael is. He sounds like such a goon. Players will flat out say it's something that affects their decision making, but he's so old fashioned and refuses to admit anything negative about the organization. Hey, Matt, tell me one player, one player, one that they've lost because they won't let them grow a beard. I want to know the one guy who told the Yankees, take your money and take a walk because I want to grow a beard. I'm not out of touch. That's reality, baby. Tell me one player that has turned them down. One. One. You did one. You you did just acknowledge to me that you might not know if it was a subtle factor for a player. Bryce Harper said he would cut his beard to play for the Yankees. That's modern. Is that modern enough for you? I don't know. Is he here playing? Because they didn't want him. I, I, I don't understand that. I can't defend that. They didn't want him. He was willing to cut his beard and his hair. Everybody is. I'm not the one out of touch. I'm talking facts. Tell me the player that said I'm not coming here because I need a beard to be better. Well, it might have cost an extra few million. I don't know. When you're paying the most money and you got the best chance to win, it puts you in a good spot. If, if God forbid, they do run into a couple of years where they can't sign free agents because their team isn't any good, then what? Let's see when it happens. Oh, there we go. Let's see when it happens. I mean, listen, you have a legitimate point if it happens. Present mm. it to me that it happened. And they might change the rule tomorrow. I have no idea. I don't I mean, think listen, it's that big of a deal. I'm I don't think you listen, have an losing either season in 30 years, so you're kind of coming from that area of strength. If all of a sudden you hit the skids for four or five years, I guarantee you they'd have to waive it. I, I don't think it's a huge deal either. I don't think Mabin thinks it's a huge deal. He kind of presented it like it's not a huge deal, but that he does think it's antiquated. It is and antiquated. And that he thinks other players may think it's antiquated. That's okay, all. Okay, but you know what? They certainly abide by it, do they? Don't they? The biggest names in the sport. Garrett Cole had a long, long, long hair when he played right. for the Astros and the Pirates. It's gone, isn't it? Right. Well, he's also getting paid $36 million. But, not, he would have, but every team wanted him. The Dodgers are willing to pay him that, too. I mean, it, it, you're throwing money at me. Not one player has refused to cut their hair. So what is Cameron talking about? Michael K. Show Holiday Party returns tomorrow, December 8th, at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island, with special guest appearances by Amani Toomer and Rick DiPietro. Increase your chances of winning one of the holiday giveaways by bringing up the three toys for donations. Mark your calendars and get ready to spread some cheer at the Michael K. Show Holiday Party tomorrow afternoon at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Brought to you by Momentum Solar, the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season, Security Dodge, visit securitydodge.com, come get some selection, and benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Peter Fanduel. Hey, it's Bearded Slob Peter Rosenberg for Fanduel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get on the action. The app is easy to use. It's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Peter and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager, requ- wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. I don't feel comfortable with Aaron Judge in center field. Brian Cashman said today, if opening day was tomorrow, Aaron Judge would be in center field. The Yankees are smarter than that, especially when it comes into health science. It doesn't make sense for a 32-year-old in April to be lugging around a six foot seven inch 282-pound body chasing down fly balls in the left and right center field gaps. It doesn't make sense. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't get hurt if you stay in right field. Of course, he got hurt last year in a freak accident at Dodger Stadium. I'm talking about wear and tear. You've got eight more years invested in this guy. You have to keep him in tip-top shape and not wear down. You want him to play 150 to 155 games every single year. Now, a catastrophic injury is a catastrophic injury, but you can't wear him down in center field. That's why the acquisition of Verdugo makes Aaron Judge the center fielder. I accept uh, congratulations. Let's go to the phone, Steve in Long Beach. Steve? Hey, Michael, Don, Peter. What's going on? Thank you for taking the call. You got it. Thanks for making it. Uh, Don, Peter, I just want to let you know I've been a Yankee fan since 1922. Uh, there you go. I just, I can't, because I got to agree with Michael here, I can't understand how people are calling in today and saying that they're not happy with this move or it's not a good move. I mean, people have been calling for years. We didn't get this guy. We didn't get Cliff Lee. We didn't get Harper Machado just because we've held on to prospects. It's like Michael King, who knows what he could become. He's 29. You had to make the move. You have Soto and Judge for at least a year. Ride it out. Enjoy it. And touching on the facial hair thing, I just want to know what 45 would have to say about this, Peter. Wow. Thanks for taking very, the call. Very good question. About about uh, the facial hair? Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I, he doesn't have any thoughts on this. He's, he's, really? He's, okay. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe during NN. <laughs> Let's go to... Um, Alex in Virginia. Mike, you're going to let these guys give you a heart attack, getting all angry about some facial hair. You got to relax a little bit. We need you calling the games in the summer, right? I will be there, my friend. Um, my point is, 
I don't see how could they could be so comfortable saying that Judge is going to be their everyday center fielder. The guy is 280, 6'8". Don't you want him guarding the short porch as well? I do, Alex. Uh, you know, one, one thing, though, they, they don't always show their hand to the public. Remember, there was a year where, you know, Bubba Crosby was going to be the center fielder. Uh, he was just going to be the center fielder. That was all there was to it. He wasn't the center fielder. So they're saying right now that uh, that Judge is the center fielder. We'll see. We'll see what happens on opening day. Let's go to Manny in New Jersey. Manny. Hello, hello. Thanks hello. for taking my call, guys. Um, Mike, you're absolutely right. With when it comes to hair, and I'm a Mets fan, um, but you know who cares? This is my this is my take on the whole hair thing. Um, but I, this is more for Don. He's a Mets fan. Um, as a Mets fan, I am disgusted with that trade. I'm sickened by it, Don. Sick, sick to my stomach to it. I hope it, you know. I hope it doesn't work out, and that the Mets sign him. As a rational fan, I'm happy. For, uh, you know, I'm happy for Yankee fans. Um, but as a Mets fan, I'm disgusted. Well, by I mean, th- that might be part of why they seem to be downplaying 2024 because they didn't have the prospects to trade for Soto. But I would think they would be in the market, Michael, to get him as a free agent. Oh, so, I think that's the next big battle. So and the uh, first big battle is Yamamoto between the two teams, right? So if the if the Mets, you know, we'll see what happens with Yamamoto. But even if the Yankees get Yamamoto, I still think the Mets are going to turn their attention to Soto. They also have to figure out what they're going to do with Alonzo. I mean, there's a lot of things here. Listen, I can understand a Mets fan being disappointed, but you know, the Mets won the offseason last year and it didn't work out, right? We were all excited. I was, you know, Verlander and uh, coupling him with Scherzer and all that, and and, and you end up at losing ninety plus games and, and you're out of it. So. We'll see how it plays itself out, but I can understand your disappointment, but I think they're going to be all in to try to get Soto next year, and all the cost is money. And really, the, the one thing that the Padres were looking for was ready-made pitching. Mets don't have it. No. Mets, Mets need pitching themselves. They don't have depth of pitching. Now, they want a position player. Some of the players they got in the deals that they made, you know, they were willing to give a Cunha, but I, I don't believe that's what the Padres wanted. Let's go to Richard in Manhattan. Hi, Richard. Hi, Michael, Don, Peter. Hello. Uh, Michael, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this the first time the Yankees have ever done anything like this? Get a great player like this as a rental for one year and make a big trade like this? Have they done this with anyone? I can't recall them getting a player of this ilk. With no, one year left. No, I mean it, in a in a weird way, Reggie Jackson was similar, but the Yankees, of course, made the uh, got him as a free agent. But he was on Baltimore. He was traded for uh, Don Baylor, and then Baltimore only kept him for a year. Couldn't sign him, and then the Yankees had him. Hey, fellas, let me just say something. I'm going to be watching the uh, Jet game on sa- on Sunday. Do you know why? No, you want to see and Zach you guys Wilson. as a as a as a sports promotional team and you know ESPN looking for a, all these kind of things. You guys would love this. I'm watching to see how Zach Wilson plays to try to avoid injury. So I want to see Bob Wischusen. I hear listen to Bob would say, you know, Zach ran out of bounds on that play. Just avoid the hit there or something like that. You guys could promote that. This way we don't have to worry about whether the reporter was making false or, uh, you know, uh, contradictory claims as what Zach said and who, who gave the leak. We can see, the public can see with our own eyes if Zach Wilson plays the game so that he doesn't get in. I don't think he will, though. I, I, okay. I, Let's I see. think. Fellas, one more. God, we done. lost him. But, Michael, I, I think he would, might have been afraid to get hurt, but he, he has to take advantage of every opportunity that he's given. 
He's got to go he's out there play and like ball a maniac. out. I think he's going to just ball out. I think he's he's going to he's gonna, I don't blame him. Take chances. Stop overthinking. Fling the ball. Go yeah. deep. I mean, he's playing for his, his his life here, and you know, and I think you know, Houston. It's 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 a tough game, certainly. I mean, the, the schedule doesn't really benefit them, but I think I, I think he's going to go out there and play the best that he can. I, and that may not be good, but. I don't think he's going to try to avoid injury. I think he was worried about injuring himself, but when he he's got to take every opportunity he can, guys. He's yeah, fighting I mean, for for his life in the NFL beyond this. And 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 if it looks like what Richard's suggesting, if it actually were to look like it's over. That's his career. Yes. ENN's coming up. Hey guys, are you ready to hit a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Pajama Grams famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So good that they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. Soft, silky, better than lingerie with a curve caressing fit. Here's the kicker. When you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a naturally nude nighty. That's right, a $75 um, savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. Now, if you ask me, that's one easy holiday gift that's sure to make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win, so why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. That's naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com, and please tell them that ESPN New York sent you. <laughs> Hey, it's Michael K. I love when I get to talk about our friends at PC Richard & Son. Love those people. It's a local company, family-owned, and they truly care about their customers. PC Richard & Son experts will help you find the right gift for everyone on your list. Laptops from HP and Apple, countertop appliances from Cuisinart, GE, Breville, and more. Party speakers from JBL, headphones from Bose, electric scooters and bikes, and of course, whether it's QLED or OLED, they have all the best TVs from Samsung, LG, and Sony. So get gifting at PC Richard & Son. Shop smart, shop local. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.